the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. A Senate Democrat hounded by the far left. We need to hold you accountable to what you told us, what you promised us that you were going to pass when we knocked on doors for you. It's not right. Gunfire on the rails in Tucson. One special agent died. A second special agent is in critical condition. And a task force officer is in stable condition. Some New Yorkers demanding freedom from COVID vaccine mandates. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Tuesday, October 5th. I'm Rich Thomason. As Democrats haggle over the cost of the Biden Build Back Better plan, one of the holdouts, Senator Kirsten Sinema of Arizona, was confronted by male and female activists in a public restroom at Arizona State University. We knocked on doors for you to get you elected, and just how we got you elected, we can get you out of office if you don't support what you promised us. Cinema offering no response, prompting the protesters to start chanting, Build Back Better, Pass the Bill. All of this captured on a Twitter video. Another video shows the senator confronted on a recent flight by an unidentified woman who implies that she is in the country illegally. I just want to know if um, you can commit, as, as my senator, as you, if you can commit to passing a reconciliation that could provide a pathway to citizenship for immigrants. We have been waiting for this for too long. I just need to know if you can commit to passing a budget reconciliation that would include immigration and citizenship for people to be protected, like me and many others. The activists, reportedly funded by George Soros, according to the Free Beacon, according to Soros's Open Society Foundation grant database, the billionaire gave at least $1.5 million to Living United for Change in Arizona in 2019 and at least 250000 in 2017, becoming the group's largest single donor. That's the same group whose Twitter account posted the bathroom confrontation video. And President Biden asked about it. Senator Sinema last night was chased into a restroom. Do you think that those tactics are crossing a line? I don't think they're appropriate tactics, but it happens to everybody. From the, <laughs> the only people it doesn't happen to are people who have Secret Service standing around them. Um, so uh, it's, it's, it's part of the process. Yes, sir. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki elaborates. Let me be clear here, because I think the context of what happened here is very important. Um, and Senator Sinema put out a statement this morning. So as she said, and I would reiterate from here, the protection of the freedom to protest, to speak out, and to criticize is fundamental to our democracy. The president believes that. Maybe he shorthanded it, but he wanted to make that clear this morning. What happened this weekend was that her classroom, her students, uh, and, and the safe and intellectually stimulating environment she's 
she's worked to create during the years she's te of teaching at, at ASU were, was breached. That's inappropriate and unacceptable. And I think the context of what happened here is important, despite the fact that, of course, we stand for, the president stands for, the fundamental right of people to protest, to object, to criticize, uh, as they often do outside of the gates of the White House. So does the White House condemn these protesters who chased her into the rally? I just said it was inappropriate and unacceptable. Well, I think that well, pretty much... Not to do that again. I think that's pretty clear, that they shouldn't uh, they shouldn't uh, uh, breach the, the classroom and make the students students feel like their privacy, their intellectually stimulating classroom, uh, and their time as students in college is being uh, broached upon. The other Democrat holdout, Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia, he contends that Senate Democratic leaders should consider multiple options for suspending the debt limit, allowing for still more borrowing to keep the government running beyond October 18th. We can prevent def default. We really can prevent. And there's a way to do that. And there's a couple other tools we have that we can use. It takes a little bit of time, a little bit of, it's going to be a little bit of pain, long, you know, voteramas, this and that. Do what you have to do. But we cannot, and I want people to know, we will not let this country default. Daybreak Insider's Greg Clugston says the president remains confident, at least outwardly, that a version of his Build Back Better spending bill will win congressional approval. After he was unable to close the deal with congressional Democrats on his legislative agenda last week, the president argued that he's close. I need 50 votes in the Senate. I have 48. The president also acknowledged that his $3.5 trillion proposal will be scaled back. Well, I laid out what I thought it should be. It's not going to be that. It's going to be less. The president on why he's having such a tough time getting his borrow and spend agenda through the Democrat-controlled Congress. I don't think there's been a president who's been able to close deals that's been in a position where he has only 50 votes in the Senate and a bare majority in the House. It's a process. It's a process. We'll get it done. And the White House reportedly discussing scaling back the $3.5 trillion proposal to something in the range of $2 trillion. Daybreak Insider's Eric Cudd says many face tough employment decisions over New York's strict COVID vaccine requirements. The state of New York's increased COVID mandates include teachers and staff and now health care workers. New York's largest private health care provider has fired some 1,400 employees who refused to get vaccinated for COVID-19. A spokesperson for Northwell Health confirmed it had to exit 1,400 staff members, but noted most of its members chose to get vaccinated. This comes as New York begins ratcheting up the heat last month for government workers and health care employees to get the vaccine as hospitals and nursing homes in New York began removing workers for failing to meet the state-mandated deadline. Governor Kathy Holchel pleaded with holdouts to get the 11th hour inoculations. This nurse told Fox News she decided to resign. I left my job almost two weeks ago. Um, I was originally told I needed to either give my notice or vaccine. Um, so I gave my notice. I looked for travel positions. Um, unfortunately, I... You know, I signed contracts with local travel hospitals, um, and they were pulled uh, sort of at the last minute um, because they pulled their religious exemption rules for travelers. Employees who refuse the shots face suspensions or termination as workers terminated because of refusal to get the vaccine are not eligible for unemployment insurance unless they have a doctor-approved request for medical accommodation. And New York's vaccine mandate costing the state a senior jurist. Associate Court of Appeals Judge Jenny Rivera, the only state judge who declined the jab, 
and failed to apply for a medical or religious waiver. The Columbia University School of Law grad was barred from entering any court facilities, including her chambers, when the state's vaccine mandate took effect for all staffers. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio warns that unvaccinated school employees will be placed on unpaid leave. He says 95 percent of the city's public school staffers had received at least one dose of the vaccine as of Monday morning. The nation's largest school system, one of the first in the country to require inoculations for all of its staffers. A similar mandate set to go into effect in Los Angeles in 10 days. All civilians working for the Pentagon and the military services must be fully vaccinated by November 22nd. A memo signed by Deputy Defense Secretary Kathleen Hicks says the new mandate is in line with the presidential directive issued last month requiring federal agencies to implement vaccine requirements. Under the schedule issued by the Pentagon, civilian workers getting the Pfizer vaccine must get their first dose by October 18th and their second dose by November 8th. Those getting the Moderna vaccine must get their first dose by October October 11th and their second dose by November 8th. And those getting the one-shot Johnson and Johnson vaccine must do so by November 8th. Earlier this year, all members of the military were required to get vaccinated. Mike Gracia, Washington. A deadly shooting aboard an Amtrak train in Tucson. A DEA agent died after a passenger, who also died, opened fire as officers were conducting a routine inspection for illegal contraband on the train. Tucson Police Chief Chris Magnus talking with KGUN. While they were dealing with one individual, a second individual, Hispanic male, by appearance somewhere in his 20s to 30s, um, produced a handgun and opened fire um, on the officers. The DEA routinely checks Amtrak trains for illegal contraband, things like money, weapons, and drugs. And finally this morning, Daybreak Insider's Greg Clugston says the Biden administration has reversed a ban on abortion referrals. Under former President Trump, clinics were barred from referring patients for abortions, prompting a mass exit by service providers affiliated with Planned Parenthood. But the Department of Health and Human Services has announced a new policy that will allow federally funded health clinics to refer patients to abortion providers. The National Right to Life Committee criticized the Biden administration for supplementing the abortion industry through taxpayer funds. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. Join us again tomorrow. I'm Rich Thomason. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.